Hello, listeners, and welcome to Youth Ventures Podcast, PDX Business Spotlight. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of PDX Business Spotlight. Today, we are going to be interviewing Nicole Rose, who's the founder and owner of Ella Dean. So Nicole, could you please go ahead and give an overview of who you are, what your business is about, and how you got started? Hi, my name is Nicole Rose. I am the owner of natural hair care brand called Ella Dean. Ella Dean is a natural hair care brand for men and women with textured hair, and our products are made with organic fruits, vegetables, and herbs that aid in hair growth and reduce scalp inflammation and hair loss. How I got started is just from me being around my grandmother. So that's the person that inspires me. Her name is Elodine. Wow. And so I dedicate my hair care brand to her. She has her own hair salon on 2nd Hancock mm-hmm. and has been around since 1954 so it was originally my great-grandparents salon and then my grandmother started working there and she's worked there for 50 years and so just from being in that environment I've always been very I guess attached or obsessed with hair and hair care Mm -hmm. and hair products and just knowing how it works and so I just figured like creating my own hair care brand is something that was for me like it was my calling. Wow. I love how you really dedicated this business by like honoring your grandma, like naming your business. And I also loved how you truly like followed your passion throughout when opening the business. Absolutely. Like I'm very proud of myself. Even with like my great grandmother, her name is Mary Rose. I never got a chance to meet her. Mm -hmm. So the pink and cream color schemes represent her. So kind of Rose Gold, and then also I'm named after her. So her middle name is Rose, and Rose is actually my middle name. So I like to dedicate it to her as well. Wow. I really do love how, like, each and every element of your business, even, like, the colors are, like, all honoring your ancestors and all of your relatives. Yes, I love it. I thought it was creative, and I don't know. My family, they're just so important to me, so... Mm -hmm. dedicate a brand to her named after her and plus I think the name Ella Dean is very elegant because she didn't actually go by Ella Dean her name was Gloria Timms <laughs> but Ella is her middle name and Dean mm-hmm. is her maiden name and so I wanted to switch it up give something like with a little ring to it so figured Ella Dean was just the perfect name for a hair care brand wow and you might have mentioned this a little bit but Who or what inspired you to start your business? Of course, my grandma. So when I was younger, I used to always go to the salon like 24-7. And I really loved watching her perfect her craft. She was very good at styling hair, knew a lot about products and how to color hair, just everything. You know, she was just an an all-around educator. And so I wanted to work in the hair slash beauty industry, but I was so young. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And so as I got older, I was like, hmm, maybe I should be a beautician like her. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to wash anyone's hair. I would rather wash my hair and style it. That's clearly for my grandmother. That's her passion. That is her craft. It's not for me. And so when I went to Portland State, I graduated with a marketing degree in 2017. Mm -hmm. And so I attempted to 
actually create my own hair care line. But I still didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't educated enough. And that was probably the first time I actually looked at the ingredient of hair care products and realized, wow, you probably need to have a degree in chemistry or work with a chemist because there's no way you'll be able to formulate these products mm-hmm. without it to a big accident. So I discouraged myself, you know, your mind can play tricks on you. Your mind is your worst enemy. So I just kind of left it alone. And then in 2019, I still try to find a way to work in the beauty industry. So I actually started my first business, which was a bath bomb business called Rose Colored Essentials. Looking back on it, the worst mistake ever. I don't know why I did bath bombs. I don't even use bath bombs myself. (laughs) I guess I was just trying to force myself to be like my grandma or try to have my own business because everyone in my family, they're pretty much business owners. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to fit in, not realizing that with this bath bomb business, I was just doing it for the money. Like it wasn't my calling. I wasn't passionate about it. And so I only had the business for like a few months and then I just scrapped the whole entire project. And then 2020 came along and I was like, you know what? I'm older. So let's try to do a hair care brand again. Mm -hmm. And that's when I came up with Ella Dean. But since I have a degree and I'm a lot more educated in the business world, I started to think like, what? is the hair industry missing? We see the same ingredients all the time. So what is going to make my brand pop so I don't blend it with everyone else? And that's when I came across different oils that are made with organic fruits, vegetables, and herbs. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, these hair care brands, they're not even trying to do this. Like there might be a couple hair care brands that might use one fruit or one vegetable, but to use them all together at once, no one is doing that. And so why not I take the step to do it? And that's exactly what I did. And I feel like I'm very passionate about this. I Mm want to stand out. Again, I'm a lot more educated. And I'm happy that I didn't start a business in 2017 with my hair care line. I'm glad I waited till I got older and knew what I was doing. That's how Aladdin came about. I really do love how truly like you followed your passion throughout your entire life. And yes, it did take a lot of falling down and like a lot of struggles to get to this point. But like, I love how you truly did follow your calling throughout. Yes, I definitely did. I'm just happy that it all came together perfectly. Mm -hmm. Because now I know what to do with it. Like, this is unique. It's very different. And my audience, they love it. They love that my hair products are made with organic fruits, vegetables, and herbs because they've never seen it. They've mm-hmm. only seen like a hair care brand use one fruit or one vegetable or one herb. So they're like, wow, like I didn't know that lettuce oil exists. And I'm like, mm-hmm. me either. <laughs> but we're going to use it. So I'm going to make sure I know what I'm doing with these products. Like I'm not just putting different oils together. I'm actually crafting or perfecting an oil that's specific to a certain need. So like I'm trying to find something that's going to help with dandruff or dry hair or Mm -hmm. itchy scalp or hair growth. I'm not just putting random oils and herbs together. So So, I want it to be just right. So Nicole, you've been talking a lot about your like ingredients that you put into your oils. What are like some of your essential ingredients that you use to formulate your product? I'll talk about my best sellers. So look Mm -hmm. what I'm touching is my best-selling hair oil. It's an extra hair growth oil. And the main ingredient is 
pomegranate. Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> and Indian gooseberry and mustard. So yes, people have seen pomegranate, but no one has seen Indian gooseberry or mustard, or they haven't seen for herbs comfrey root. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. But yeah, they haven't seen that. Like people are used to seeing herbs like lavender or hibiscus. Mm-hmm. So why not switch it up? Like why not experiment with other herbs? that people aren't used to. Yeah, I just use like those ingredients in Liquid on Touch that actually aid in hair growth. That's going to encourage it. And I use strong Mm -hmm. herbs. And then with Honor Thy Crown, I just use milder herbs that help with hair growth so they're not as strong. But you're not making a bad choice with either product. I will say like consistency-wise, Honor Thy Crown is a thicker oil while Liquid on Touch is more of a lightweight oil. Mm -hmm. And another thing I forgot to mention is that I made sure all my products smell like fruits and vegetables too. Talking a little bit more about your oils, could you talk about like the type of oils that you offer and like what they bring like you talked about how one of your oils brings like hair growth so could you talk more about what other oils you have yes so for no time for flakes that is my intense dandruff oil people really really like it because a lot of my customers suffer from a dry scalp Mm -hmm. so the two main ingredients i use are black seed oil which is castor oil's competitor because castor oil is too thick black seed oil is thick too but not as thick as castor oil you don't have to dilute it and then the next ingredient is onion oil so a lot of people are like onion oil is this product going to smell like onions and I'm like, no, I could have made the products smell like onions, but I figured you guys would have hated me for that. Mm-hmm. I would have hated myself. So I made it smell like cedar with the essential oil, which is also really good for your hair as well, like if you have a dry scalp. But onion oil really, really helps with getting rid of dandruff, any type of flakes or scalp inflammation, making sure your scalp is really nourished. So that really surprises people when they see like, oh, onion oil. I'm like, no, like it's really beneficial. It's going to help. And I always get a lot of customers that say, wow, no time for flakes really got rid of my dry scalp. Like, how did you even make this? I'm like, I don't know. I just made it. (laughs) Wow. So listeners, if you do want to check out those oils that Nicole just talked about, we will be linking Ella Dean's website in the link in your podcast description box of wherever you're listening. So you can definitely go look at all of her oils that she offers and buy some of your own. And Nicole, how has being a person of color affected your business, either positively or negatively? I would say it has affected my business in a positive way. With Ella Dean, I have the ability to show off my curls. I've always showed off my curls, but this time I really get to have fun with my hair and I get to inspire people. So I've had a lot of customers say, wow, Nicole, I really want your hair. And I'm like, you don't have to have my hair. Like the goal is to have like healthy hair or even a healthy beard. You don't have to have like curly hair like me. And although my products are for textured hair, people with straight hair can still use it because I want to focus on, you know, the health of your scalp. Yeah, I just get to have fun with my curls and show them off and do different styles. I just released velvet scrunchies. So now I get to really style my curls with scrunchies and show people like, this is what you can do with your hair. Like, yeah, scrunchies went out of style because people thought they were corny after a while, but now they're back and you can have fun with them. You can be, you know, be playful and stylish. You can match it with your outfit. 
So it definitely has affected my business in a good way. It gives me a chance to inspire and encourage my customers and make them feel confident. Wow, I'm really glad that being a person of color brought a lot of like positivity into your business. Different races too. Like everyone just likes to interact with me and my business and Mm. the product. Again, I make everyone feel very welcome. And Nicole, as you may know, the pandemic definitely did play a huge role in everyone's lives, but it definitely did impact businesses the most. For example, it caused so many businesses to close their doors, while it also opened up new opportunities for other businesses to switch to online and get an increase in sales. So how has the pandemic affected your business? Has it had more upsides or downsides? Both. So for the downside, it was when I first started in 2020. I had the hardest time looking for supplies. So the bottles Mm -hmm. I am currently using, I didn't get those bottles until July. And I actually started working on Eladine in February of 2020. So I'm just sitting at home doing nothing, just coming up with ideas. But I'm bored because I want to start making products. I want to start experimenting. Like I already have an idea of what the names of my products are going to be, what ingredients are going to get in there. But I want to be hands on with everything. And how can I do that if I don't have any bottles? if I can't necessarily test it out. And it's just, it took me forever. And so when July came, I finally got a big shipment of bottles. But then a part of me was like, oh, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of discouraged. Do I really want to keep doing Ella Dean? Like, I don't have a website. I haven't been on the news yet. And what if the pandemic is just too extreme? Like, what if it takes me several more months to get more bottles like I don't want to keep customers waiting but Mm -hmm. I just stopped letting my mind get the best of me and I just moved forward with it anyways but definitely when it came to ordering supplies just inventory in general it was a hassle and that will discourage you as a new business owner if you can't get everything on time so that was my downside upside people were at home bored you know no one could work No one could really go into the office. No one could go to the store. Mm -hmm. So people were anxious to buy stuff just because they had the ability to buy things. So when I launched on Black Friday in 2020, I had like a good amount of customers. They were all just anxious to buy something since they couldn't actually go into a store. So that actually helped a lot. And then, of course, January 2021, that's when I first went on the news and then my business just took off from there and has been taken off since. I really love how you were able to like overcome the negative aspects of the pandemic and really grow your business so well. And it's so successful now. And you know what? I would have to also thank my current boss because I do have a nine to five. I am a marketing lead for an HR company and mm-hmm. it's a family owned business. So I'm watching my boss and his wife run a business before and during the pandemic. And so I can say, like, I learned a lot just from watching them. And so that also encouraged me. They didn't know I was starting a business because I wasn't even sure if Ella Dean was going to be what it is right now. But they inspired me a lot, definitely, aside from, like, my family, my boss, for sure. So he makes it look very easy. He does. (laughs) And it's not. (laughs) Based on your experience, Nicole, what advice might you have for young entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs of color? And what are some experiences you could talk about that might motivate or inspire them? I would say when you first start a business, 
do the best you can to not discourage yourself because it will happen and just try to be positive. Don't focus on like your family and friends buying your products. Like focus on your actual target audience because strangers are going to support you way more. You want to focus on them. Like what can you bring to the table? And then also be different. Don't be like everyone else. So like with me, so many hair care companies use the exact same ingredients and a lot of customers don't realize it. But the reason why these customers are buying these hair products is because the marketing and packaging looks really good. And that's really what it is. It's all about how you market your brand. And of course, the package has to stand out. But if you actually read the ingredients, you'll see that a lot of them have the exact same ingredients, whether it's in the same order or maybe it's switched around a little bit. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to use fruits, vegetables, and herbs. So stand out and be creative. Don't be afraid. And success does not happen overnight. I sound like a hypocrite because I'm someone that always thinks something is going to happen overnight. (laughs) But... Don't be like me. (laughs) Be better than me. It will not happen overnight and continue to be positive. And I would say for me, when I also was getting the hang of my business, I was attending as many markets as possible. And that was helping me with brand exposure. Like, yes, the news is cool. But when they say 15 minutes of fame, that's exactly what it is. And after those 15 minutes, it's your job to keep your brand going, to hype yourself up. You can't just depend on the news because they have other topics to talk about. So go to markets, have business cards, and network. I love networking. For me, I use LinkedIn. I didn't want Ella Dean to just be a local brand. I said to myself, I start this hair care brand. I want people in the beauty industry, top-notch people to know who I am. So what I did was, I got on my LinkedIn account and I turned my whole LinkedIn into like a beauty profile. Like it was no longer a marketing page anymore. And I started interacting with different people in the beauty industry. And now those people know who I am. And now I have access and resources that other people are probably struggling to find or don't know how to get it. Like LinkedIn really helped me a lot. So network like crazy and do not be afraid to ask for help or to look for like a mentor or -hmm. reach out to magazines and say, hey, like I need like some business advice. What can you do? Because someone will help you. And I have someone from the beauty industry. Um, Her name was Laura Carver. She worked for, well, she owns a makeup brand called Fluid. It's like a gender neutral makeup brand. Mm -hmm. And Laura really put me on. She taught me how to get barcodes. She taught me who to talk to and different um, grants that were not marketed because they were only marketed to people in the beauty industry. Like, don't be afraid to reach out to the higher up people. They'll help you if you're really serious about your brand. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Nicole. That was definitely a lot of great advice for all of the young entrepreneurs out there. And Nicole, how can people support your business? By going on my website, elladeen.com, if you want to save on shipping, which I do the best I can to help people with that, I am in six stores. So I'm in Drink Mame, Mid K, Coral Story Beauty, mm-hmm. a salon called Vibe, another salon called Hair Goals by JD, that's in Vancouver, Washington, and then I'm in Symbiop Garden Shop. So you can find all my products there and a couple of my accessories as well. 
Wow. So once again, we will be linking um, Ella Dean's website in the link in our description box. All of the stores that Nicole just mentioned where you can go in person and buy her products. And we'll also be linking Ella Dean's social media so you can connect with her online and make sure to follow her through there. And finally, Nicole, are there any special projects or anything else you would like to plug? Yes. So my mother and I, we are doing a special event with Monoma County Library. This will be our second year and it will be March 29th. <laughs> we don't have a time yet. It will be virtual, but it's going to be for Women's History Month. And we will be talking about how my grandmother... Ella Dean and my mom's grandmother, so my great-grandmother, Mary Rose, how they both inspired us to be just entrepreneurs and just encourage us with our careers and just to get to where we are today, how to just be strong women as well. And so my mother, she is a nationally known photographer and book author. Her name is Kelly Johnson, mm -hmm. and you can actually go to her website, which is photographykellyjohnson.com. And she has social media, which is the same as her website. And she has like greeting cards and note card line. And she's also in the process of writing a book. So wow. just being around her grandmother, that just really inspired her to just not work in the beauty industry, but to just be around people in general. And my mother has been a photographer for like over 20 years and has worked in a lot of organizations, top-notch organizations. And again, she's a book author, has two books called Look at the Baby and Hair Dance. So my mother has definitely made her mark in Portland. And it is thanks to my great-grandmother always encouraging her and inspiring her, just like how my grandmother encouraged me and inspired me. So be on the lookout for that. We will post about it. We don't have a flyer yet, but again, it will be March 29th mm -hmm. and it will be virtual and everyone is welcome. Perfect. So we will be providing more information about that in the description box. And whenever there's like a set flyer or like a set timing, we will definitely share that to you all. So you have that information. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of our podcast. Are there any final words that you wanted to say? No, just keep on supporting me and support my mom too. Um, I also, when people order, I do write out personal notes. So you do get a chance to see my mom's note card right there. So mm -hmm. I always make sure our customer gets it as well. So Perfect. just support. Perfect. Thank you so much, Nicole. Um, that is it from PDX Business Spotlight. And listeners, please be sure to join us in the next episode. Thank you for listening to PDX Business Spotlight by Youth Venture, and we hope to see you in the next episode.